up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Steve, doing well. Busy weekend. Um, went down to the Eagles game yesterday, um, and then just uh, had some moves going on here today myself for moving around a bit um, from my place currently to my new place. So been pretty busy. Yeah, we got Phillies on all the time. Not yesterday, but yeah, uh, every other for, day. Uh, except for right now. Yeah. They uh, got postponed tonight. I don't know if you saw Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I did. I did. So looks like some rain and basically just pushing the whole schedule back one day. Yep. Shame. But yeah, now we'll have uh, Eagles football and Phillies baseball both playing at the same time on Thursday. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. That'll be interesting. The one. bars will be crowded in the field. Yeah, theater, yeah. That's for sure. I'll say. I will say. <laughs> Oh, well, well, we got a uh, a waiver show to go over here. Um, we were saying pre-show, big bye week, uh, Browns, Cowboys, Broncos, Giants, Steelers, and 49ers. A lot going on. Yeah, a lot of people out this week. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, last week we only had two teams, so there were two pretty big teams. Um, but you do have a lot of Broncos, or sorry, a lot of Cowboys and Browns being started. You know, Saquon probably is the only giant that's always started. Maybe um, Deontay Johnson, maybe Carlton Sutton, but the Niners another big one. So you know, across the board, a lot of players that are not going to be available. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So got some waivers on some guys. Um, we'll see. The, the running back space, interesting as normal. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, the, the wide receiver full nah. of hopefuls. So we'll see if you can plug those holes or not. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't really see many big running back injuries. It was really just Mark Ingram, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good lead into the first, um, one we got here. Um, Dwayne Washington, I believe is next man up in, uh, new Orleans, uh, rostered 0% of leagues. Not surprising there. Um, I don't know how good of a handcuff he would be or how long term Ingram's injury is supposed to be. Do you have any interest there at all? Probably not. I mean, the the Saints, you know, obviously had a big win, 24 nothing this week, but I still don't really trust that offense uh to sustain multiple running backs. Uh, I don't know maybe if Kamara and Ingram are both out, you know, Washington's usable, but I think I'd rather have a few of these other handcuffs um that you have listed here. Then Washington. What about you? Yeah, same. I mean, maybe if you're the, if they come out, it's not something you're going to get a waiver wire, but if they come out on Wednesday and say Ingram is done for the year, done for the next, whatever, six weeks, and I'm the Kamar owner, I got a spot to burn, maybe, you know, as you're kind of handcuffed. I just don't know how valuable of a handcuff it's actually going to be. Um, <clears> so, yeah, most likely not. Um, I'm, I'm more interested. I guess we'll pivot real quick here, Will, because, uh, Alexander Matson on uh, Matson's on the list. Um, only rostered in forty five percent of leagues, but you know this is week nine. You, at some point, you got to start considering grabbing your handcuffs. Uh, so that's not more of a, a uh, stashing like you're ready to play this week, but more of a alert that uh, over fifty percent of leagues he's out there, and he is definitely somebody you should be uh, grabbing if you're a Dalvin Cook owner, right? Yeah, I mean he got in the end zone this week, uh, five carries for forty yards, so efficient, not a ton of work, but. Once again, he's the backup to a heavily used running back there in Dalvin Cook. And I think definitely should be rostered by the Dalvin Cook manager. But I think he's a very good roster just as like the bench stash for anybody. 
especially if you're a team that went like a zero RB or you have some RB you know, problems. It's good to have that type of player on your bench because he could turn into an every week starter, potential top 12 guy. Um, if Cook does go down for any extended period of time. Yeah, 100%. Um, these remaining three, we got Kenyon Drake, Latavius Murray, um, and Hilliard out there had a good week with the, the Titans rushing a, a ton. Um, yeah. Any interest in any of those three, all of those three? What do you, what do you think in there? I mean, maybe Hilliard. I think that was you know a big rushing game where they got out ahead. And you know, yeah, Derrick Henry had a big week, but Hilliard was able to get some of the scraps. I feel like I'd be more interested in a Drake or a Murray, especially with guys Edwards going down. They showed earlier in the year that they wanted to, you know, use and feature Drake more than the rest of the uh, kind of backups there. And um, we see Dobbins down for a bit. I don't know if we've heard any updates on Gus Edwards yet. Have you seen anything? Uh, I don't think I have. Um, I will go check real quick and see if there's any news. Uh, yeah, looks like they play on Monday Night Football too, which could be an issue there you know if you're picking up drake or if you have gus edwards let's say you don't have both of them if you just have one of them it's probably not someone you're going to be able to factor into your lineup this week uh given that you're just not going to know if drake's going to have the backfield if gus is going to play so i don't i don't know i mean definitely someone i, I would probably roster i think murray and drake top two guys here after matson but we know you're not playing murray on the bye and, and drake against New Orleans on Monday night, unless you have Edwards. I don't, I don't know that you can play him either. Looks like Gus is a uh, questionable with a minor hamstring strain. Yeah, so you'd think, you know, extra day, maybe they play him. They also have a bye after this week. You just rest them so, for a week, I would think, right? You got the bye. Think, I mean, I, I feel like that doesn't happen as often as you see, like, on Twitter, people, you know, what people want, think should happen. With some, you know, other podcast fancy analysts, like, and even us, we think should happen. Oh, you have the bye week, so give them, you know, one game off and you get three weeks of rest or three, three-ish weeks of rest. Doesn't tend to happen often, though. So I'll keep an eye on He may play, but I would think it would make sense for him to, to sit this one, get fully healthy for the stretch. That is, uh, that's fair. Uh, we'll move over to the wide receivers. Uh, a little more exciting. Rondell Moore popped off. Uh, only rostered about 35% of leagues. Any interest there? Yeah, I think, you know, of, of the bunch here, he's one of the top guys that we're, we're going to see added here. Um, we Do we have a timetable on Marquise Brown? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I think there was one given at the time, um, but I don't recall it, what it, it was. It seemed like it was weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, it was going to be a while. So, I mean, if Rondell can continue to produce with the work he's getting he's the clear number two option maybe like 2a 2b with Sackerts there but i don't think there's really any other receivers behind hopkins that threaten his spot while hollywood's out so i think he'd be one of the top options here um garrett wilson obviously another good one uh as well um but that offense is still hit or miss there for the jets but Good to see him come back to life. 115 yards, six catches, seven targets. So when you get close to 15 half PPR points without a touchdown, pretty good. Pretty productive day. Yeah, pretty good. Good for our dynasty team. We're happy to see it that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of uh, bounce backs, Romeo Dobbs had his first relevant week in like four weeks, I think. Um, six yards and a touchdown. Pretty good. Um, 
Got Detroit yeah. next, so that's a pretty easy matchup. Are you interested there? It's he's going to be pretty hit or miss, I think. Unfortunately, but it, it does seem like he, you know, he, he. It's good to see that he can do it again, obviously. And then from there, you want to see that, you know, you you want to see good matchups. So you're probably not thrilled to play him, but in a week where there's four or some or six teams on by. He's definitely going to be in consideration, you know, for that maybe final flex or two, maybe wide receiver three on your team. Yeah, I agree. It's just hard to trust anyone in, in Green Bay. This is going to be a different guy in mm-hmm. the week. Um, Terrence Marshall had himself a week. The Panthers as a whole, DJ Moore, um, they, they all were pretty good there. Um, only 1% rostered. I'm assuming there's not a ton of interest there unless you're in a deep league, right? Yeah, I mean, this is, I think, maybe more just positive for dynasty owners. Um, you know, nine targets is great, only four catches, so you'd let see him convert more. But 87 yards, so big play. It's good to see. He has a, a, a pretty poor Falcons defense, but he's got a couple of other um, good matchups along the way. So maybe if you have a deep roster, not a bad stash, but... I mean, with an offense that is playing well right now, I don't think we project them to continue to play well throughout the year. I just think he's too far down on the pecking order. But who knows? Maybe he you know, works his way up and can compete with you know, DJ Moore or, or you know, compete with everyone else right there behind DJ Moore. Yeah, he's young, second year. Um, you know, Maybe he's got a connection with Walker uh, because you know, mm-hmm. back up and you know, uh, Marshall, uh, whatever he was, third string, fourth string. I forget where he was on the depth chart. Uh, we had DJ Moore. You had uh, Robbie Anderson. So I guess he's probably third. Probably got more work mm. with, with Walker. So maybe there's a connection there, but not something you want to act on this week. I think I, I'm with you there. No. Um, Matt Collins had himself a, a good week. Um, I guess kind of garbage time-ish, but it makes two weeks in a row that he's been good for fantasy. Relevance or rostered in 7% of leagues. I just not somebody you're going to be able to trust, right? No, I, I think the one good thing is that he's doing this while Hunter Renfro is back. I think the worry was that he would lose his value with Hunter Renfro coming back. I mean, that didn't happen. So I think for Hunter Renfro managers, you're a little more worried about where he stands on the team. But if you have Matt Collins, if you need to add somebody, I think this is good to see him continue to do well while <clears throat> while we have Hunter Renfro healthy in the offense, all fully healthy. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Nikhil Harry had a touchdown. Um, <laughs> he's finally been, you know, activated on the Bears. Um, active two weeks in a row now. You know, as Fields gets better, in theory, <clears throat> Nikhil Harry could get better. But on year whatever five, four, I forget what year we are. Nikhil Harry, <laughs> there's just no way, right? He falls into that Marshall yeah. category of you need to see a few more weeks before you, you know, even pick him up, let alone put him in. I guess. Yeah, Dynasty Sash maybe, but I don't think that he has much redraft value here, especially on the Bears offense that just hasn't been able to get much going through the passing game. And then finally, just you know, a reminder, Odell Beckham's out there. Um, his roster did drop compared to last week by like 2 or 3%. Um, I think they're targeting mid-December, but you know, if you want to grab that long-term stash, he's out there. I think we said everything we need to say about him last week, right? Yeah, and the only thing that stinks is he's not someone that's like an IR eligible that you could ever add in roster. He's going to take up a roster spot, so you got to make sure that you have that flexibility there. Yep. So moving to the uh, the tight ends here, um, I think tight end one on the week was Ty Conklin. 
I believe. Um, yeah, you don't see that too often. You don't, but, and it makes me wonder if see, what I did was yeah, right. Yeah, 23 points. Yeah, there you go. Um, only 12% rostered. We've seen him have you know fantasy relevance in the past. Um, yeah. He's got the Bills this week. Two touchdowns. The Bills could either be a really bad thing um, or you know they'll need to put up a lot of points, and maybe it's a good thing. But I'm probably more on the bad <laughs> bad uh bad situation yeah. room this week side what about you probably the buy coming up after that too um you're probably not gonna be thrilled to play him this week you're definitely not gonna want to play him on the buy so definitely someone i think I-, I would hope that somebody else in my league throws a lot of fab at and you can go after a guy like um you know maybe an isaiah likely or never ingram who had solid games better guys that i think are a little bit more likely pun intended to uh to produce for you uh, now and then going forward. Well done, well done. Um, yeah, Evan Ingram on the list, forty-one percent rostered. I feel like we, he's fallen into that Logan Thomas role of the years past, where he just gets brought up every week because he has yeah. decent weeks and his roster ships just slow. Um, but Isaiah likely, you know, as you said, only rostered in five percent of leagues. Um, had a nice week this week with Andrews out. I'm not sure we don't have any timeline on Andrews, right? No. As I saw, they said it's an AC joint, so shoulder, um, but they think there's a good chance he could play. Uh, tough, though, you know, given that he's going to be playing on Monday Night Football there as well. So that one, a little more dicey going up against New Orleans. If you have him, you're going to want to kind of handcuff, if you will, with Isaiah Likely, probably. Um, otherwise, you're going to go out and get like a Juwan Johnson or somebody because you need to have somebody that you can play, um, and you can't afford to sit Mark Andrews if, if he does look like he's healthy and going to go. Yeah, and if you're someone that doesn't have Andrews and you're just sitting on Likely and Andrews plays, you're, you're pretty much getting a couple points from your tight end. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans also one of the best defenses against the tight end. Um, I'm not sure if it was the best or like the you know 31st or something, but they're, they're yeah. good. So I don't know if that's going to play into things, but uh, a bad matchup on top of the bad situation. Um Last one, Dolchich. What you want to see? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I said just not what you want to see yeah. from you know from yeah, hundred percent. The tight end matchup there. Um, Dolchich, last one. He had a good week, twelve percent rostered, but he's on the buy. So you know, unless you're super desperate and you have to grab him, I imagine you could just wait a week, right? Yeah, I think he's someone that you can hold on. Uh, you could probably wait a week. He's not rostered enough that you'd have to stash him, um, and. It would stink, but if you really need to add somebody, I, you know, I think you, you can cut him and hopefully get him back. Um, you know, tough to hold a tight end on their bye week. But, you know, he probably is one that may warrant it if you're going to add, like, an Evan Ingram or somebody to plug in for this week. You'd like to have Dulcich down the stretch. Yep, 100%. So let's move over to the uh, streaming portion of the show here, Will. Uh, start with quarterbacks for you. We have uh, Jared Goff. 53% rostered um, versus the Packers. Justin Fields, 41% versus the Dolphins. Mariota, 26% versus the Chargers. And Andy Dalton, 14% versus the Ravens. That's tough. I think I, I think I want to go with Goff. I mean, the rushing upside of the Fields Mariota is interesting. Don't love Dalton going up against the Ravens. Ravens are actually getting some firepower back, trading for Roquan Smith today um, and getting... A couple of other defenders being activated off the pup list. Um, so they should actually have some reinforcements coming in and maybe be an even better defense. Uh, Mariota against the Chargers, you know, maybe you have the 
game script working in the savior going you know going up against the chargers but the same thing with fields and the dolphins i, I think i would is you alluded to last week uh maybe not the safest guy in jared goff as you have not been able to pick the good games of his um, but i think of this bunch he'd be the one i'd be targeting yeah, I think I'm going to go Fields. Just trending upwards. Dolphins defense not great. Offense could put up some points, so maybe that's an interesting game. Um, mm. I, I do like the golf matchup, but Packers Lions, that could be a six three game <laughs> kind of situation. Yeah, I hope not, but maybe. Um, Mariota's fine. I don't trust him. Um, Dalton actually hasn't been bad for fantasy. Um, I think this one's going to be a trap because the Ravens defense has been bad against the quarterback. So it looks like it's a good matchup, but like you said, like reinforcements are coming. So it might, and it might end up being a trap. Um, I will like, if I were to pick who has the best floor, I'd probably put Dalton over golf. I might put Dalton over Mariota, but that's because I started Mariota and he had no floor that day. <laughs> yeah. It's just a crazy thing to say because he's rushing, but uh, he has no upside. So I'll go with Fields. I don't mind golf. The other two I'm, I'm not super interested in. Um, and then uh, defensive streamers here, Will. Um, we got Cincinnati, 41% rostered versus the Panthers. Minnesota, 20% at Washington. Kansas City, 30% versus the Titans. And Green Bay, 47% at Detroit. Yeah, I don't think I'm like overly thrilled about any of them. I probably lean Cincinnati versus the Panthers and hope the Panthers come back to uh, back to earth a little bit. But that is a tough one. I'm interested to see what you think of the bunch. I do agree that it is a tough one. Um, I think I would go with Minnesota. Um, the Panthers look decent with Walker. Maybe it's just a one two-week thing but he looks decent um green bay and detroit i'm not i'm not touching that because i don't know what the detroit offense is going to be like sometimes they're really good and sometimes they're bad so i'm not trusting that um kansas city could be good you know especially if Tannehill's not playing but and maybe it doesn't matter because they just run derrick henry over and over and over again <laughs> and they just score points that way and he's yeah, not gonna I think fumble. that's what we saw this week yeah so i feel like minnesota is the safest and I don't know if they have the highest upside from a defense because I'm thinking if somebody's going to get interceptions, it's probably going to be Cincinnati on Walker or Kansas City against uh, um, Malik, if if it is Malik. Um, so maybe not the highest upside, but I feel safer with Minnesota. Yeah, I think that would be the, the second one I'd be looking at of the bunch here. I think the Titans is a little scary from what they could do offensively. Um, and Green Bay, their defense has been good, but... Just the overall team vibes I don't love, and, and there's that chance that Detroit can put up some points if they're healthy. Yep, 100%. Well, well, that's going to take care of our waiver show uh, for week nine, almost in double digits. Uh, pretty yeah. just crazy. Halfway through the year here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're cruising right along. So uh, tune in on Thursday for our start show. Until then, folks, trust your board.